game is over when the final buzzer sounds. The analysis ends when you say it does. This is Overtime Open Line. Interviews, analysis, and your opinion. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. And now, the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630-CHAD. Here's Barry to McDavid, right wing to Dreisaitl. Now to McDavid, he'll shoot, scores! Connor McDavid brought it in on the right wing, and the Edmonton Oilers get the power play goal. They're up 1-0. Well, and the Oilers would cruise tonight to a 7-1 victory over the San Jose Sharks. Connor McDavid on his 26th birthday gets two goals and an assist. He's the first star of this game. Dreisaitl and Nugent Hopkins also with three-point outings. Clem Costin scores again. Just some of your highlights as the Oilers improve to 23-18-3. Here's Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft. Our way tonight, but they're a well-coached, proud team, and uh, you know we were fortunate on some things tonight, but we executed the way we wanted to, and and uh, came away with two points with multiple contributions up and down our lineup. Coach uh, Jack Campbell, back-to-back starts, and he was strong again tonight. Take us through what your feelings are on this play right now, and, and your thoughts on that save he had on Plastic. We th- we think uh, well, the save was unbelievable. He's got to feel really good about that. They. Uh, um, you know, for, in terms of Jack, I thought his game's been coming here for a while. He's put a lot of work into it. Um, he's a serious pro that uh, has had really good runs in his career. And uh, I think his game's going in the right direction. He's making the most of the opportunity that he has this week. And, um, you know, we're happy for him. Your team's keeping the puck out of its net fairly well the last nine or ten games. Is that a probably the best sign for you? I think so. I think so. Even, you know, the game in L.A., we gave up one five-on-five goal against. So a face-off in the third period in the offensive zone. So, um, you know, uh, I'm pleased with that, obviously. I think that's the the more you keep other teams off the board, the more you give yourself a chance to win. Uh, I think we've eliminated um, a lot of the big errors that, you know, we might have been in a game here or there, but we made a big error at in inopportune time and ended up in the back of our net. I think those have uh, been tidied up. I think we have uh, good goaltending. I'm pleased that um, our penalty kill has responded for the second straight game after getting touched up uh, against L.A. And, um, you know, anytime you can hold a team to one goal, you give yourself a good chance to win the game. Is there a psychological carryover? What's the advantage of having two back-to-back games that were you know what? I said this uh, at the beginning of the trip that we're, our focus is one one at a time here, uh, one day at a time, taking care of your business, uh, uh, one shift at a time, one period at a time, one game at a time, and that's been the focus. Um, we came in, we expected to get two points tonight. We were going to work to get those two points, but we expected it, and that's the attitude that we carry into every game. And um, you know, that's how you put continue to put points on the board, and that's what we're looking to do. So, Coach, you guys are above 500 on the road, but not so at home. Can you explain that? No, I can't <laughs> explain that. Um, 
um, you know, in the end, it's something that uh, when we get back next week, that's what we're going to have to uh, take care of. But that's next week. Uh, our focus, we're going to enjoy the win for a little bit here. And then we're uh, getting on the plane, going to Vegas, and we're going to take on a team that's at the top of our division that's in front of us, and that we're going to try to take two points from them on the road. When we get home, we'll, we'll take care of the home side of things. Uh, no update. You know, he, he woke up this morning and, uh, you know, declared himself that he couldn't he couldn't go tonight. And, um, you know, but most importantly, I thought the people that were in the lineup gave us a great effort. I thought Derek Ryan, who came into the lineup, uh, gave us veteran uh, poise. Um, you know, he was able to really contribute to our win. And, and uh, you know, as I said, the 20 people that were in the lineup gave us a great effort. Are you pleased where you guys are until you get EK91 back? Anytime you can add a player of his caliber, you get excited about it. He's, um, you know, we're scrapping and clawing, and that that injury was a major injury, uh, um, a traumatic, horrific injury. And we're thankful that we had our our great medical people there. Um, not only did they save his life, but their quick action um, was able to make sure that he was in surgery quick. The doctors down in, in Florida did a great job, and I expect him to to get back even sooner than than most people think. Mm -hmm. And um, you know he's chomping at the bit. He's been in every practice here, and I think he's sick of getting uh, getting extra skated at the end, and um, that's driving him to to heal fast. Thanks, Thanks guys. Yeah. That is Jay Woodcroft at the mic for Eclipse Restoration. Named one of Western Canada's best restoration contractors three years in a row. Call 780-250-HELP or visit Eclipse247.ca. 7-1 Edmonton wins in San Jose along with Rob Brown. I'm Reed Wilkins for Hurtland Ford Overtime Open Line. Well, it wasn't much of a contest tonight for Edmonton. They executed San Jose uh, a very tough night in pretty much every area and two blowout wins in a row for the Oilers. Yeah, the Oilers going into the games in Anaheim and San Jose expected to win because they were the better team. Uh, they went in and they did it by working hard and outplaying their opposition. They had better talent, but we've seen in games this year where the Oilers on paper were the better team and came out at the end of the night with no points. Uh, they set the tone in both games early. Uh, they got the leads they wanted, which forced both the Ducks and the Sharks to open it up and get out of their comfort zone. And when teams open it up against the Oilers, it, it plays right into the Oilers' game. So uh, they were... Sharks and Ducks are, are not good hockey clubs, but they still, I think, have, what, 25 wins between them on the season. They're capable of winning. The Oilers made sure that neither team uh, had any thought of winning after the first 20 minutes as they fell behind and they weren't going to catch the Edmonton Oilers. All right. Jack Campbell makes 25 saves and the Oilers are 13-7-1 on the road, 2-4 for four on the power play tonight. The Sharks were 0-4. for four. And they scored a short, and Edmonton scored a shorthanded goal. Matthias Janmark had two shorthanded breakaways in this game. <laughs> you know what? It, again, the trade deadline's a month and a bit away. Uh, there's a lot of chatter on, on, on social media, on news and newspapers. 
There's a player coming back into the lineup, Suni Vanderkane, that plays 20 minutes a night. So uh, the Oilers forwards, and actually well, the Oilers in general, know that it's an audition to, to see who's going to be here for the playoff run. And there's guys that are always going to be safe, the Connors, the Leons, the Nuge, the Hymans, but everyone else is on a bubble. It's where do they fit into this team? What are they capable of doing? Are they going to get this type of minutes? Are they going to be in the lineup? Are they going to be moved? Do they have to bring someone else in because they're not capable of doing what the others need? So a guy like Yanmark, he reads the papers, he sees the social media, he said, all right, got to make a statement here. And he and his line mates, Costin and Nugent Hopkins, have been very good together. And the Oilers' penalty killing hasn't been good. Well, I'm going to make a statement in the penalty kill. I'm going to show that I'm one of the guys that's going to be here to solve the problems. And he was very good on the kill. He created uh, a couple of odd man breaks. Uh, he set up the goal by Nugent Hopkins. Yanmark has been good. And he's given them what they thought they were going to have from him when they sign him. A veteran player that is not overwhelmed in a game that gives you solid, safe minutes. He was good in this hockey game. 7-1, the Oilers take it tonight. Clean Costin scores again. He is now up to eight goals on the season. Costin has paid, uh, played 28 games. I mean, that's a pretty good pace over 82 games. Well, when these are all even strength goals. He's not a power play guy. Uh, and outside of, what, two games playing in the top six, the majority of that is third or fourth line minutes. I mean, with Costa now, it's not how, it's how many. I mean, he's just, uh, he just, he does all the right things. And that's why he liked seeing him getting rewarded, because he does the physical things. He does the dirty things. He fights for his teammates. Uh, he's been a very nice addition. Obviously exceeded all of our expectations. I mean, uh, when they made the trade, I had to Google him. I didn't really know much about Costin other than he played for St. Louis. So, uh, again, he's part of a third line. The Oilers would love, 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 love to be able to roll out a third line that has Nugent Hopkins in the middle of it. They're going to get Kane back, which adds a, a top six forward. If they can go with Nugent Hopkins and Yanmark and Costin, and, and with what we've seen over this last little while, they'll be excited about that. So, again... Costin is like Yanmark, looking for his place on this team and again just going out there, doing his job and making it hard for the coaching staff to not find minutes for him. Because the Oilers scored more than five goals tonight, the Japanese Village goal light is activated on 630Ched.com. So head there, print up a coupon for a free appetizer at Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite Japanese steakhouse. Reserve your party today, jvedmonton.ca. So, uh, I mentioned the record 23-18-3. I, I know I spoke a little over a week ago, Rob, about this six-game segment mm -hmm. starting after that disappointing loss to Seattle. So, they, they beat uh, the Islanders. Pretty good game. Lost in overtime to Colorado. Probably, well, not probably. I think Skinner stole them a point yep. in, in that game. Gave them a chance at, at two. Didn't go well, especially on the PK against Los Angeles. Now, you beat the two teams that... You pretty much, you know, should beat most of the time. Beat the Ducks and the Sharks. So you're three one and one five games into this six game stretch. You get something out of Vegas tom tomorrow, even a point. That's eight out of a possible twelve. You win nine out of a possible twelve, and all of a sudden that that six game stretch is going to look pretty good. Well, they're playing better hockey. Uh, they have a good opportunity in Vegas. Vegas is beat up right now. Uh, they're missing some pretty important pieces in their lineup. And the one area you do not want to be shorthanded against the Oilers is on the back end, and they're missing a very good defenseman in Theodore as well as White Cloud. So those are 
two quality defensemen. The Oilers have a chance to take advantage of it. Uh, they, the Oilers need to go on a run because some of the teams ahead of them that they're trying to catch in the Pacific Division are on runs. The Kraken, for example. Calgary, I think, has got points in its last three. LA's continues to win. So uh, a big game, a fun game. And it's always good when you go into an important game feeling good about yourself. And I think the last two games that the Oilers won, it's not on the back of Connor, on the back of Leon. A number of players have contributed. So I think the Oilers are going into this game with a ton of confidence from top to bottom in the lineup. All right, let's go back to San Jose. Here's the birthday boy, Captain Connor McDavid. Yeah, you're supposed to win games against teams below you in the standings, but you just came through two and were pretty impressive wins. It was, you didn't leave any doubt and feel good about your game. Uh, yeah, I mean, we uh, we certainly need to, to keep building on our game. Um, you know, and, and two, uh, two good ones in a row. Obviously, you know, we keep talking about consistency. Um, you know, so that's a good sign, but you know, the test is tomorrow night, you know, um, playing against a good Vegas team and um, trying to make up some ground as well. So, a um, you know, big one. You never scored on your birthday in the NHL or in junior first. Really? <laughs> How many games would I have played? I don't know. In junior, about three, I think, yeah. in yeah. the NHL. Yeah. Two, uh, two pretty good passes from uh, from Leo there, so that helps. <laughs> when you play teams like the Sharks and the Ducks, you guys kind of like lick your chops now. You guys could have a good game against them, score the way you guys do against them. No, not at all. Um, it's uh, it's about our game and, and continuing to try to grow our game. And um, I liked uh, I liked a lot of different aspects uh, in both games. So Connor, last year you scored your 40th goal here, and you're on the cusp of it right now. So how do you feel about the way you're playing? Um, yeah, um, I feel pretty good, but like I said, it's it's uh, it's about our group in here, and uh, we're we're continuing to uh, to try to lay uh, lay good games down, um, you know, one after another, and take it one day at a time, um, kind of like our, our second half last year. Connor, schedule aside, what's the value in putting together a couple of games? Like well, it's just confidence, confidence in each other, confidence in and uh, and in, in, uh, in our system, and putting that belief back in our group. Um, you know that. Uh, that goes a long way. We weren't sure what to expect out of Jack Campbell in back-to-back -back games. And he, had, he had a ton of run support, but he was also pretty solid. He's been good in both. Uh, obviously disappointed to uh, to give one up there for him. You know, he uh, he uh, really fought hard there, and you know, he probably deserved a shout-out. And um, that's uh, that's definitely our uh, our fault there. What you think his glove save on Vlasic? Beautiful, beautiful, um, beautiful save. You know, we've seen him. Uh, um, you know, make a few of those saves, and um, he's definitely uh, athletic enough, and he's shown that, and definitely showed it there. So, Connor, you guys are above 500 on the road and not so at home. Is there something about being on the road and also in the states? Uh, I'm not sure the states has anything to do with it, but um, we, we like playing on the road. We've always been a, a pretty decent road team the last couple of years, and um, we got to figure out home ice. So obviously that's not our concern heading into tomorrow, but um, you know you got to win at home ice on home ice. That's what uh, that's what good teams do. That is Connor McDavid. Oilers beat the Sharks 7-1. McDavid two goals and an assist. Both his goals on the power play. He has 37 goals this season. This was the Oilers' 44th game of the year he's up to 82 points in 44 games so he will finish with a point per game this season <laughs> uh we know that <laughs> uh which is pretty incredible he's already there good uh good i don't know where speck got that he never scored on his birthday i mean i guess you're not always necessarily going to play on your birthday but you would think he said in junior in the nhl you think that's covers 10 10 seasons right you think he would have 
<laughs> got one somewhere well, but probably i'm guessing it's like three or four games total maybe i have no idea um i know didn't didn't they play in they vegas? played on his 21st birthday in, in vegas, vegas. When that, was, that was five years ago yeah Maybe that was the last. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I hadn't even thought about it. So, but good, good for Spec to, <laughs> to take up that that uh, stat. Had a couple uh, decent chances at, at the hat trick, which, by the way, Rob predicted tonight. So, you come up just short, Rob. That you, I, I, when you make a prediction, though, it's bold. You go, you go out on a limb. I'll tell you what, though, for set the line, I put two and a half points for McDavid, mm-hmm. not goals. Ronald took the over, so he wins. Set the line for River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement bet on it. He gets a $50 gift card to River Cree Resort and Casino. A lot of Oilers on the score sheet tonight. Dreisaitl, goal and two assists. Nugent Hopkins, goal and two assists. Goals by Pugliarvi, Costin, uh, McLeod. Assists for Holloway, Fogel, Yanmark, Barry, Hyman, and Vincent DeHarnay gets his First career point, he plays 12.58, credited with a shot on goal and a blocked shot as well. Yeah, and again, quietly efficient. Uh, I think there was two or three times in the game tonight that you could see the advantage of his size where a player would think, oh, I got a step on him, and all of a sudden comes out the arm and the stick, and you're like, whoa. And I said to you off air, I'm not going to say that he is this player because the player that I'm about to say played a long time in the NHL, but Shell Samuelson was a big man that played in Philadelphia that you thought you were by him. I've got a step on him, and all of a sudden, here comes the stick knocking the puck away, and you're like, he's he's six feet behind you, yet right. he still had <laughs> that reach to be able to, to to come back and make a defensive play. And that's that's what DeHarnay is able to do, is he's, he's a long man. And uh, he may not be uh, a Paul Coffey-type skater, but it's hard to get around him because you got to go really wide if you want to get away from his stick and his reach. So he's played two games. He's been effective in both games. Now, the heat's a little higher when you go into Vegas and have to play, but the uh, the expectation of what he's capable of doing has probably been exceeded in the two games he's played, considering these are the two first games of his National Hockey League career. And we'll give DeHarnay the fourth star for getting his first NHL point. Why not? Nice milestone. The fourth star for Jandell Holmes, Alberta's premier modular home retailer. The three stars on NHL.com. McDavid, Drysdale, Nugent Hopkins. I think think they had Jack Campbell on the TV broadcast. He would have been a good option as well as the Oilers completely in control of this game, taking down the Sharks 7-1. You can give us a buzz at 780-496-0063. That's the hotline for CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way 780-496-0063 back in a couple of minutes heartland ford overtime open line oilers hockey is brought to you by friesen brothers this is the heartland ford overtime open line here's reed wilkins on oilers radio 630 chad to nieto on the left wing in behind the net to Couture. Goes over to the right side. To the right wing corner. Back behind the goal. To the left. Couture will swing it in front to Vlasic. Oh, what a save by Campbell. He got it with the glove. Vlasic wide open in front of the net. And a diving save by Jack Campbell. That was amazing. Pickles just got robbed by Soupy. That's a great line by Stoff. Great call by Mooner. Two minutes, 49 seconds into the third period. 
the save of the game for Crystal Glass called 310 Glass or visit crystalglass.ca. Campbell stops 25 out of 26. His record on the year improves to 11-8-1. Here he is. So after a slow start in L.A., you guys kind of really turned on the gas here in the last two. Did you sense anything different uh, in the way you guys went about things? No, I think we had a good practice there uh, Tuesday and, got, you know, got prepared and had a great uh, start in Anaheim and followed that up again tonight with another great start in a tough building. You know, they came out and they always push hard the first five, ten minutes and thought we did a good job. I feel good for you to, you know, you've been searching for your game for a while. Now it's been here for you know, several games in a row. That must feel good to have it back again. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Um, you know, just trying to keep building on it. Um, definitely more what I expect out of myself. And um, team's playing great in front of me, so we're just trying to keep it going together. I know you don't talk about, sorry, Rob, the shutout much, uh, but it was just a good deflection that squeezes through your legs. It's kind of a bummer, but what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, that's kind of their, um, what they're really good at, actually. They they look for that. You know, the guy had his head up the whole way and guy made a nice tip. Of course, I want it if it goes through me, but nice play and uh, it's a big win. That's the most important thing. Is it rhythm or confidence that kind of is working for you right now just to, just to play, uh, you know, a bunch helps? Definitely both, you know. Uh, got the confidence going and teams playing well and obviously getting uh, more games and uh, less, less time off. It's definitely helping. You would welcome a story. You would welcome a start tomorrow. I'm not asking you if you're starting, but I would think you're a guy that wants to play. Absolutely. I love... Uh, Love playing anytime I can and love playing in that building too. So it's a big game for us and uh, guys are playing well. And if not, uh, Picks is ready to go. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to do my job whenever I get called. All right, that is Jack Campbell after this victory over the San Jose Sharks 7-1 Edmonton winning it. That was a remarkable save. And, I mean, look, I know it was, what was it, 4 nothing at, at the time, but that, that was an awesome save. I mean, that had a goal written all over it. Well, it was, and as a goaltender, you're not looking at the scoreboard when you're making saves. Uh, you're trying to keep pucks out of the net. It was identical to the one that he made in L.A. last week, except this time he was just a, a few inches in front of the goal line instead of behind it. But it, it, it is amazing. Twice in the last three games, he's made, you know, highlight reel saves, and... Uh, Vlasic, I mean, he'd already added that to his career goal list when the puck came to his stick. So uh, it's a confidence builder. And it's a confidence builder for both Campbell and his teammates. You know, each each big save he makes, each good start he gives them, uh, the confidence just grows on the bench and it grows with the coaching staff. It would be a, a wonderful problem for, you know, Woodcroft to have where he has two goaltenders that are playing well. And they haven't had that this year. Uh, they have not had the luxury of being able to say, all right, either one of us is going to get a start today because Campbell did struggle to, to start the season off. But right now, we've seen what Skinner has done on a consistent basis. And if Campbell can get back to what they expected from Campbell, it, it just bodes well when you can roll out two goaltenders that give you quality starts. There's never a night off where you have to outscore a goalie's mistake. So that's two really good starts in a row by Campbell. And... You and I both assume that he'll get the start again tomorrow in Vegas, which is a, a big, much bigger game. They're going to win these two games. Tomorrow's game is going to be much bigger for this team, and you look forward to seeing a third straight start and a third straight quality start by Ka Campbell. That is our quick change for Jiffy Loop, keeping you moving to and from the game. Visit your local Jiffy Loop today. We'll go to the Certainty Hotline. 
We have Frank standing by at 780-496-0063. Hey, Frank, go ahead. Hey, hey. First of all, happy, happy birthday to Mr. McDavid. Uh, maybe it should be his birthday every day. <laughs> Great. The only thing that would have made this game better would have been a hack trick by McDavid, which I think Rob called for, and uh, a goose egg by Campbell, but we'll take it the way it was. The Oilers are making better decisions, obviously, and maybe they're starting to introduce that uh, word that had been discussed in a couple of your shows. Are they showing elements of consistency, gentlemen? Well, you, you hope so. Now, again, the competition wasn't good. Uh, both San Jose and Anaheim are not good teams. Anaheim, uh, they, the Oilers beat them 6-2 the other night. They're losing 6-2 tonight to New Jersey or lost 6-2. They lost 7-1 to Boston the game before the Oilers. They're a bad team. San Jose is a bad team. Uh, but when you play bad teams, you, you should beat them, and the Oilers did, and they beat them convincingly. Uh, the Oilers, the stress level gets a little bit higher when they play a team like Vegas. If the Oilers want to be uh, a playoff team, if they want to win a division, they've got to beat the good teams. They can't just beat up on the bad teams. The Vegas Golden Knights are a good team. They're, they got some injuries right now, but they're still a good team. And if you want to win your division, you got to beat the top of the division. That's what Vegas is. So you can't have consistency after two games, but you can build on it, and then it's three games, and then it's four games, and there's going to be blips between now and the end of the season, but I think the biggest thing right now, the Oilers, and we've talked about this, the Oilers can score goals. Even when they were playing poorly, the Oilers were scoring goals. They've been much better defensively as of late, and I think that is what you need to have if you want to be a good hockey club, and the Oilers are getting that uh, on a more consistent basis since the Christmas break. The Oilers fill the net tonight for James H. Brown. Injury lawyers, when accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. A $700 donation to 630 Ched. Santa's Anonymous says it's 100 bucks per goal all season long from James H. Brown. Injury lawyers. Um, th there was that sequence uh, 32 seconds apart. Or pardon me, it was 5 nothing when Campbell made that save, not 4 nothing. <laughs> Lost track of all the goals. Then, you know, Pooley Arby scores his fourth. McLeod gets his fifth. All players want to score. Mm -hmm. if, if you haven't been scoring a lot, is it still meaningful oh. to score in a blowout? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I've been there. I've been in uh, my job when I played was to score goals. And there'd be stretches where you don't. And sometimes it's the eighth goal in a 8-1 win. And it's just the relief that you have and going back in the dressing room and feeling good about yourself. And then the next day when you see the stat page and the goal beside your name has changed, whether it's from three to four, from 12 to 13, it's just a different number. So 100%. And that's why you'll see teams. I mean, they, A, they want to get players rest. And that's why you'll see when you got a, a big lead, your, your best players don't play as much. But they also want the, the other players, guys that are struggling finding the score sheet to find some success because they realize that as good as Connor and Leon are, if they don't get other players playing well, if those other players don't have consistency, one line or, or one power play is not going to win you a series or a Stanley Cup. You need everybody contributing. So it does mean a lot for McLeod or for Pugliarvi to go out there and put the puck in the back of the net. It means a lot of good things for the team, but it certainly means those players are going to sleep a little bit better tonight. 
On the downtown scoreboard, the Jets win 4-1 in Pittsburgh. Jets looking really good. They're 28-14-1 on the season. And as Rob mentioned, another tough night for Anaheim. They lose 6-2 to the New Jersey Devils. The Ottertown scoreboard for Advantage Trailer Rentals, your one-stop source for commercial trailer rentals. Visit AdvantageTrailerRentals.com. 780-496-0063. We are happy if you're listening to us up late. If you want to give us a call up late, we're happy to talk to you. This is Heartland Ford overtime open line live oilers hockey is brought to you by friesen brothers this is the heartland ford overtime open line here's reed wilkins on oilers radio 630 chad dry wins it to himself on the right wing it's it down the right wing boards to Derek ryan behind the net for dylan holloway he got pinned loose puck goes to sturm and he'll get it up the right wing to LeBanc. LeBanc gets dumped down on a nice hit by Holloway. Ryan will give it to Drysaddle down the right side. Stops up across to Holloway. Oh, that just went off the stick of Vlasic. Dylan Holloway delivering the crunch of the game for Cougar Paint Collision. Our family helping your family for 40 years and counting. As I think, uh, I think Holloway's got a lot of potential, Rob. We, I mean, I know there's still going to be the argument out there. And it's a valid one. Should you know? Should have he been in the minors all this time, or or at some point in playing more? But to me, he does a lot of things that, if he continues to develop, translate into a, an NHL game. I mean, there's there's hockey, but there's there's NHL hockey, and I think he does a lot of those things. Uh, I agree. I, I think he's got the potential to be a power forward, uh, not uh, a mean, nasty one, but a guy that finishes checks, a guy that. Uh, gets in on the forecheck that can take a hit to make a play. And you made a good observation the other day when you talked about he might not become Zach Hyman, but he plays a lot like Zach Hyman, where uh, he's physical enough that the opposition knows he's out there. Uh, he's hard to move off the, the puck. He makes good plays. Uh, he's smart. He's got a good hockey IQ. And he's got speed. Uh, so he's a top six forward uh, whether it's as this season progresses or in the near future but yeah he's everything you hoped you were going to get out of him I think you're starting to slowly see the only thing he's missing right now is opportunity and uh, he's gotten a little bit as of late and he's got a few points that have added in and the one thing he also has he's got some edge and we saw it tonight, and it's, the referees, this was a, a, a managed game tonight right. by the referees. The game was getting out of hand score-wise, so they didn't want to call a lot of penalties to get the, goal, the, the game run up. And then if they had a chance to call a penalty on the others, they did. Well, on one where Holloway was physical, and he took a beating going up the ice. He got cross-checked twice. He got pushed. And then finally, he'd had enough. And that's what you like. He's like, all right, you know what? Enough of this, and he just turned around, just two-handed San Jose Shark player. He got a penalty, but you like those because the game is out of hand. And you're like, all right, make your point. Tell them you're not going to be pushed around. You're not going to accept that. So, uh, yeah, Holloway still baby steps, but he's going certainly in the right direction. All right, Oilers win at 7-1 over the San Jose Sharks. Three points for McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins. As the Oilers go to 23-18-3 on the season with a big game against Vegas coming up here on Saturday night. We have Chris on the Certainty Hotline. Hi, Chris. Thanks for calling. Hey, Reed. Hey, Rob. How are you guys doing tonight? Quite well. Uh, well, first of all, 
First of all, uh, yeah, happy birthday to one Conor McDavid tonight. Uh, brilliant performance again, as usual. And uh, it really is still amazing what we get to see on a nightly basis from him. And uh, just the stuff he does that makes, you know, just makes it so seamless. And uh, just would like to have at least, you know, a tenth of what he could do on the ice uh, on nights like that. And uh, I'll also just talk about, it too, just, uh, you know what? Probably won't be looked about as much just from the other guys, but you know what? Solid game tonight from Campbell. Like, you know what? The beautiful glove save on robbery from, uh, what was that? Mark Edward Vlasic had the shot. Yep. It was. Or, uh, I mean, it by all means it should have been 5 1 at that game, uh, at that point in the game, but uh, it was brilliant save there. And, uh, you know what? He wasn't worked too hard. I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think he starts tomorrow night against yeah. Vegas? I, 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 do. yeah. I don't think you're going to put your third stringer in when you got your number one goaltender that you signed in the offseason playing well and well-rested. So I, I can't see Pickard playing against Vegas. I think it's got to be uh, Campbell. Yeah, I think no, it's a good I, opportunity for Campbell, too. He's obviously had a rough season for, for most of it. And he had stretches. I mean, what Skinner was, I can't remember the, it was it was 15 out of 20, 16 out of mm -hmm. 20. Comes in against L.A., played pretty good. Yep. And now, you know, he beats these these two teams that they should beat, but still, you got to make the saves, and, and he did. So if he goes out and plays well tomorrow, you know, that's a big confidence boost for everybody, I think. Well, it certainly is, and it, again, gives the Oilers coaching staff two options. Uh, for a long stretch, they had one option. They were going with Skinner until Skinner was too tired to play. Then they threw Campbell in. But the way that Campbell's played, and if he has another good game, now the coaching staff can base their decisions on who who played well the night before. How What is his history against this team? Is he rested? Instead of based on, well, we have to play this guy because the other guy's not giving us quality starts. 780-496-0063. We also have Sir Robert standing by. Hey, Sir Robert, go ahead. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. Well, I mean, I didn't see uh, I didn't see a ton of the game tonight, but I mean, uh, uh, I will say that I that I uh, I did like what I did see. It just looked like overall the Oilers just uh, took care of business against a bad team, knowing that's the team that they had to beat. They did. Um, now I have a I have a I have a couple thoughts, and uh, and personally, the reason, the personally, I think I think another reason why they have to play Campbell tomorrow back to back, to me, I think is is that you know Pickard is he's the number one as Rob mentioned. Pickard's the third string goalie. You call them up on on an on an emergency basis. Generally speaking, you're you're not going to call up your third string goalie and go, oh yeah, by the way. Uh, we expect you to go in and beat the number one team in our division in their building. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So, that's quite a task for the guy, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Yeah. So and then uh, yeah no and I guess uh, uh, you know I think uh, I I believe that uh, I believe that the Oilers are continuing to slowly round into form, much like they did last year. I believe things like I said we're, we're soon soon we're going to get Kane back. I mean. So I think, uh, you know, obviously, big win tonight, tomorrow against Vegas. Because like, I, I look at tomorrow and I say, you know, yeah, okay, you can't make you can't make up the gap tomorrow night because they're still 
nine points behind them, I think. But and I think Rob would agree with this. What what you can do tomorrow night by going in and getting two points is you can you can maybe you just make make Vegas just maybe just a teensy bit nervous because then maybe you go you, you go in and you win and then well, now suddenly they're they're looking down at the standings and go oh the Oilers are only seven points behind us now. Oh, it's starting to creep a little closer. Yeah, well, honestly, I don't think they're looking at the Oilers. I think right now they're looking at the Kings, and I think they're looking at the Kraken. But uh, all of these teams are looking at, and you'll hear the Oilers will talk about it. They don't, they're not concerned what other teams are doing. They're simply concerned about how they're playing. I think for the Oilers, if they feel that they're capable of winning this division, they're going to have to beat the head-to-head games against Vegas, against LA, against Seattle, the teams ahead of them. So, I and I, I've said it from day one, I, I'll say it again, the Oilers' path to the Stanley Cup is much easier if they go through the Pacific Division. They do not want to be a wildcard team and then have to go through a Winnipeg, a Dallas, and a Minnesota, or possibly a Colorado. So for them, a wildcard is not what they want to be shooting for. It's playoffs, but I think they want to be in the... Pacific Division in the top three spots, and they still are capable of winning the division. But to do that, first step is winning games against the team that's leading the division, and that's the Golden Knights. 7-1, the Oilers beat the Sharks tonight. Speaking of Vander Kane, uh, Ken Holland, GM of the Oilers, did an interview on Oilers Plus with Bailey Sheets, and uh, Holland said that Evander Kane is going to talk to his doctor on Monday. Holland said he's getting anxious. I'm saying two weeks. I think that's the long end. I'm hoping it's going to be sooner than that. Uh, two weeks from, well, it's now Saturday. Two weeks from today would be Saturday the 28th against Chicago, and then it's the bye week. But I don't know if they'd bring him back for one game before the bye week. I mean, maybe he play. I think we're at the point now it's realistic for to talk about him playing the 25th against Columbus and the 28th against Chicago, and then it's the week off. Yeah, I would imagine so. Uh, the doctors always have final say, but it's... As a, a player, you can voice your what you feel, and you can kind of push them in the direction, and you can sometimes fib a little bit with how great it feels. Um, but yeah, I, I know that they talked about. Him. Bob mentioned that he's he's tired of, or I think Woodcroft talked about. It. He was he's tired of doing the extra skating. Right. And that's the one part that sucks of being injured is the whole team. You practice with the whole team, and then the whole team leaves, and there's you and either the skating coach <laughs> or the assistant coach. Guys. It's like, oh, here we go again. There's nothing yeah. worse than that. So he wants to get back and playing and. Uh, as long as the doctor gives him the go-ahead, yeah, I, as soon as he's ready. And it would be nice to come back and play a couple games, and then you have that time. Because whenever you come back from an injury, you, you play a game or two, and then all of a sudden there's a fatigue, and then there's, you know, there's a little bit of a linger. But if you can have that whole bye week off afterwards to, to continue to, to, uh, to heal up and prepare. So uh, just seeing him out on the ice every day, as he has been for a while now with the team, I would expect him to be back before the, the bye week and the Oilers become a much better hockey club. Boilers roll the Sharks tonight, 7-1. McDavid, two goals and an assist. Dreisaitl, a goal and two assists, and also a goal and two assists by this man, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. 
scored a goal tonight, two assists. Uh, last year, you got off to a little bit of a slow start in the goal scoring. Same amount of games last year, you had 11. This year, you're at 21. What's the difference this year and, and the belief in your game this year? Um, I mean, guys are putting me in good spots to uh, put the puck in the net and trying to bear down as much as I can. But I think uh, I d definitely are getting some good passes from guys, getting some good looks. So, uh, like I said, just trying to finish as much as possible. You guys played nine games since Christmas, six of them two or less goals against. Uh, is that a sign that your team's playing well? Um, it's definitely something that we've been talking about working on. Um, obviously, the first half of the year, um, it's tough to win in this league, uh, playing in four or five, and uh, that's uh, obviously a, a full team effort trying to cut those goals against down. And um, uh, it's signs of good thing, but obviously uh, nothing comes easy, and doesn't mean that just because you did it for a week, it's going to keep happening. We got to uh, keep our foot on the pedal here and. Um, make sure we uh, continue to trend in the right direction. The game in Vegas may be the difference between a good trip and a really good trip. Yeah, and uh, obviously uh, that's a good team over there. Um, uh, coming off a of back-to-back, but I think sometimes coming off a of back-to-back for us uh, uh, can help us. We, we seem to play a little simpler early um, and, and just uh, rely on our work. Um, and I think that's going to be our mindset tomorrow, but obviously we're going to need a good start. Is this type of game where it's like against the Sharks and against the teams like the Ducks, like confidence boosters? Was it heading into a game tomorrow against Vegas? Well, I mean, it's a it's a, it's a tough league. I mean, there's no um, there's definitely no easy nights. Uh, I thought tonight uh, having a good start against these guys was going to be. Uh, um, a uh, huge factor in the game, and uh, once we kind of did that, we got one on the power play, and we just kind of built off that. Right. Thoughts on Jack Campbell's play tonight and that save on Vlasic? Yeah, uh, I'd love to see it again. They didn't really show it uh, uh, on the Jumbotron, but, I mean, obviously, I think that's going to be uh, – it's got to be up there for save of the year. Uh, incredible uh, athletic uh, um, reaction there. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, all night he was solved for us and uh, um, uh, gave us a chance. All right, that's Ryan Nugent Hopkins helping the Oilers beat the San Jose Sharks 7-1 tonight. All right, so we're back at it. Well, later today, it is Saturday, 6.30 face-off show, game at 8 as the Oilers will tangle with the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, a reminder as well, Morley Scott has the Elks this week coming up at 9.30 this morning has an interview with uh, G. Roy Simon. Big thanks to Angie Quinnell, our studio producer tonight. Oilers Hockey is presented by Friesen Brothers. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Thanks for listening to Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. 7-1, the Oilers win in San Jose. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.